Welcome to the Libertarian Tex-Mex Podcast with your host, Caesar Aguirre. Hey everybody, welcome to the Libertarian Tex-Mex Podcast. I am Caesar Aguirre. Um, we are coming down from Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody uh, is back in some type of normal routine after eating all that food and doing all that shopping and boozing it down. I know for me for sure, man, I had it. <laughs> I definitely lived it up. I also had, uh, and I think I, we were talking about it last podcast, but uh, I took I took the I took the week off, had some vacation, and uh, well, sometimes I didn't feel like it was vacation, <clears throat> but definitely ate and drank and enjoyed myself through that time off, even though I had a, quite a few things going on. But uh, finally back on a good uh, regiment, um, back to eating healthy foods and. Um, only having like maybe a day or two of drinks you know a couple drinks here and there um so now it feels feels a lot better to take care of yourself take care of your health um you know don't drink or eat in excess type of thing if only our our representatives our government knew (laughs) figured the same thing right nothing in excess right spending nothing in excess right military nothing in excess right um anything i mean you can think of anything anything in excess is bad um and food hey oh my god if you um live in texas you live if you live in houston you know there's so many great places for food um and a lot of times it can be overwhelming you know there's just so much good food you want to go eat and you don't want to miss it and uh, you want to go out there and enjoy it all but uh just just like everything you got to pace yourself um thing all things in moderation um you know um you want to get there and safe and sound in fact i was just talking uh to a colleague of mine um who i train with on the weekends i do i do martial arts um on the weekends i think it's a good exercise a good hobby to pick up um, not only is it good exercise, but it's also good kind of good mental clarity, um, good mind, mind body connection type thing. Um, and then, you know, you learn a little bit of self-defense skills, um, some coordination, etc. But anyways, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, uh, the balance of training too much and training just right or the need or that pressure that, you know, when you're stressed or uh when you feel like you're lagging behind you know it's a very easy thing to you know uh to just train harder you know to go harder um and you know a lot of people end up burning out or injuring themselves or you know uh going too far or you can take it in the food example right um you know i'm definitely guilty not as much not as bad nowadays but definitely before um stress eating right um, very common for people, you know, just when things are getting tough, you're just like, all right, I'm just going to ramp up the volume and, 
you know, and wish for the best type thing. Or you maybe have some short-term gain, like you enjoy those couple of bites, but then after you're done with the meal, you completely regret yourself. Um, and so, you know, we were just talking about, you know, this notion of, you know, I feel like I need to push myself harder, so I want to train more, train harder. Um, and, you know, we have to kind of, you know, we, we did a good you know, just kind of casual analysis, you know, thinking about, okay, what what's driving the need to train more or push yourself harder? Um, and then it was like, oh, I feel a lot of tension on my body. I don't feel as relaxed, etc. Um, and then so we got, okay, so, you know, do you think, do you think increasing or amping up the amount of training uh, is going to, you know, uh, solve that? And, you know, basically within the conversation, we realized that, you know, uh, my colleague uh, was basically having stress in other areas, you know, work stress, um, some issues that were coming up that he, he couldn't resolve. So he was, you know, stressing out about work. And, you know, one of the things we realized through the conversation was like, hey, you know, no matter no matter how hard you train, whether you trained for, you know, one hour a week, three hours a week, 20 hours a week your stress is still going to be there, right? You're still going to be worried about that thing that you need to take care of. Um, and, you know, oftentimes when you push yourself hard, harder to, you know, solve that problem or resolve it, you end up making it, more, you end up making it worse than it, than it uh, was initially. And, you know, kind of layering everything on down the line, you know, when it comes to food, especially, you know, I, a huge fan of food, obviously, um, you know, Houston is such a great place to pick, um, tons of food that you could just, you could eat out all the time and never get old, uh, never get bored with the food or whatnot. Um, but you also have consequences, right? Um, weight problems, um, health problems, you know, obesity, and all the things that that come with it, right? Diabetes, cholesterol, knee pain, um, you know, kidney or organ damage, etc. All those things that we know. So we really have to do things in moderation, even though we want we just enjoy the hell out of it, right? So I'm a big I'm a big proponent of balance. You know, balancing your life, uh, balancing your uh, you know health choices, um, balancing your exercise, balancing your politics, honestly. Um, I, I think balance is good. Um, you know, no matter what, no matter what the topic is, you know, and, and even if it's a political topic, you know, if you have something that you're very passionate about, it's very easy to go off the deep end and burn yourself out. So, you know, being able to, and not to say you can't push it, you know, um, but sometimes you got to push and then you've got to back up, you know, you got to relax, you got to calm down for a second, um, all that stuff. So otherwise, you know, it's just, we're going to, you know, run ourselves crazy, run ourselves ragged, so to speak. And, uh, and, you know, think about politics like that. I think about food like that. I think about personal, uh, your personal life like that. Um, you know, we have so many things that, are um, you know catching our attention or you know helping us <laughs> helping or hindering us from focusing and you know I think about the Houston food scene is very much like that because there's just so much good food out there and you're just thinking like okay 
which uh, which place I'm gonna go to. There's this, there's that, there's this, everything's great. Um, what do I do? You can't make up your mind. So, um, you know, um, being able to kind of hone in on your focus, you know, what do we wanna eat? What, you know, do we wanna eat healthy? Do we wanna not eat healthy? Do we wanna eat quasi-healthy? Are we in the mood for something specific? Um, you know, very much like when you go out to eat, you obviously narrow down your choices and you focus on something specific that'll be easier to find. Um, and, you know, thinking about food that way, um, you know, thinking about your, your uh, personal life or your professional work life, you know, the whole thing is, you know, you don't want to add fuel to the fire, so to speak, you know. So if you're, you're already having a hard time focusing on, you know, certain... Um, you know, whatever you already existing in your life, you know, adding more of something is not going to help you, right? So, you know, that was one of the conversations we had with my colleague that's training with us. We were just like, you know, do you think, do you think with all the, the stress you have right now, do you think adding more time to this one thing that is not going to solve your, your issues, do you think it's going to benefit you, you know? And then, you know, as we started talking through it, we realized, you know, the, my colleague realized, okay, maybe, maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe I really need to, you know, uh, focus on something more, something more beneficial, like relaxing, learning to manage my stress, things like that. Uh, but, you know, it kind of, again, kind of all things related to each other, you know, we look at what happens in the political realm and we think, oh, there's so many choices, there's so many topics, um, so many things that we need to get done, so to speak, um, that we kind of get scatterbrained. We lose focus on the things that really are important to us. Um, and we tend to fight all these battles at the same time. Um, and it's very easy, especially on Facebook or, you know, any social media, Twitter or whatever, to get on there and just start fighting battles, you know. You, can, you know, and I can, I'm guilty of it myself. I got to, these are all the things I got to tell myself too. It's just like, okay, you know, there's this argument, there's that argument, you know, there's this going on. Um, you know, it's pulling me in all these different ways. And then on top of that, right, you got to work, you got your family, you have your own, you know, real life <laughs> stuff going on. So, you know, where do you draw the line? When do you stop? When do you back up? Um, and it's something I'm working on as well, but it definitely affects you when you're trying to be all places at once. And um, you definitely have to narrow down and focus on things. And, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, when you look at politics, when you look at how our government works, you, you're almost in the same thing, right? There's this idea of, you know, it's kind of, um, you know, running, running too fast, trying to keep, trying to keep up with itself. Um, and it thinks that, you know, uh, we look at the executive branch or the legislative branch and we realize that, you know, the answer always seems to be to add more fuel to the fire, right? Add more money, add more regulation, add more whatever it is. And it really doesn't cut to the core of, the issue that we're trying to resolve or the issue that we're trying to solve it just really becomes um like i said just adding fuel to the fire 
um, not really getting down to the focus of where we need to pay our attention to. Um, and then it's just trying to be everything, all things to everybody. And at the end of the day, it becomes nothing, right? So I think, you know, looking at it from a personal perspective and then a food perspective, right? <laughs> if you can't narrow down your focus, um, if you can't prioritize, um, if you try to fight all all fights at the same time, you're just not going to get anywhere, you know? So we need to um, focus a little bit better on where we want to go and the things that we want to do. Um, and I think there is a great, there's a great lesson to be had about working together or at least being able to talk to each other um, and find common ground. And I was thinking about this more, a um, couple of things that were on my, in my head for a couple of days. Um, you know, one is the, this polarization of politics where, you know, you have um, the left and the right, so to speak, this very two-dimensional argument. Um, and they're both very staunch in their positions. They don't want to, they don't want to negotiate. They don't want to find the common ground. They don't want to find anything that they both agree on and focusing on that. Um, they want to fight all their fights at the same time. And, you know, it's basically there's a winner and there's a loser and we are not going to be the loser. Um, and as time goes by, those those political ideologies just um, are completely trenched, entrenched, right? So, you know, we have this huge room of, uh, you know, uh, middle ground independent uh, voters who really do want to find some common ground and get somewhere with things. Um, but, you know, we, we have a polarization of, of politics which you know kind of hurts but at the same time you know um, there's I say no balance but um, it's definitely it's definitely a time where you know everybody's being pulled in a thousand different directions and definitely our our president Donald Trump um, can kind of uh, add to that by always trying to misdirect people. Or we shouldn't say misdirect. We should say he's trying to get everybody's attention with, you know, the topic of the day. And he usually finds ways to change the topics or if nobody's giving him attention, he will find a way to get your attention. Um, and uh, unfortunately, you know, we all fall for it, myself included. We're always, you know, you know, leading on the on the words that he's saying and uh, we lose focus on what's important right the core values that we have um, as Texans as Houstonians as Americans um, we have some core values that we believe in and I think a lot of times we get distracted from those right um, and you know looking back with the most recent event with the passing of uh, George H.W. Bush you know, he was in an era where Democrats and Republicans weren't so different in terms of ideology. In fact, they were very, very similar. Um, and oftentimes within that time period, you know, a lot of times the only difference was their solutions to the issues. Um, 
so it was it's very interesting to see where we've gotten where we've gone from from there from the early 90s to today because you know you think about the the relationships between republicans and democrats back then and as much as they argued they were still friends at the end of the day they agreed mostly with each other um i think the solutions were probably the only things that were different um and also who held power etc so i guess in in a way some things are are still the same uh but then other things are different and um you know understanding where those lines are getting blurred i think is very hard to tell nowadays but i think it was really interesting when i was thinking about george hw bush thinking about you know, the time in the 90s uh early 90s um you know just coming out of the 80s with ronald reagan um somebody who you know had um who was almost the quintessential republican um whose ideas now you know are not held within the republican party um you know uh ronald reagan was definitely a pro capital capitalist free market uh pro immigration um etc what you would think is a republican but nowadays with with trump and his voters they're not right they're nationalists they're protectionist um they want regulations that favor them not not a deregulation but regulations that favor them such as tariffs trade wars everything like that um so you have this weird separation slash commonality right uh because back back when george hw was was president he was definitely a person that was always trying to work across the aisle trying to work with republicans and democrats to get things going however the commonality that is still going on from even bush is that most of the time when they do agree on something it's unfortunately about spending more money and increasing the role and size of government and i thought about that with very specifically um the current president donald trump um you know he talked a lot about draining the swamp and you know uh putting washington back in order um etc and he hasn't done any of that he's actually spent more money than you know the last president president obama did um in his first two years and you know he kind of falls in line with what most of us think right there's not really a too much of a difference anymore um and um you know they still spend money they still write regulations um they still write rules um you know but this time it's in favor of this this team instead of this team and uh we're really kind of just going back and forth and i know there's a lot of people who get frustrated with that um it definitely seems like a never-ending cycle but i think you know if you want to put focus on the direction of where we're going i think incrementally we've gotten much better right um quality of life has gotten better uh economy is better for sure um you know global wars are going down uh free trade is going up economic uh global trade is going up 
etc. So things are actually slowly moving in the right direction. Maybe not in the speed uh, with which we want, um, but I think overall at the end of the day, you know, things are moving in the direction we want um, in terms of um, becoming a freer society. And I think um, the fears that we have about, you know, invading immigrants or jobs are being taken away I think over time these things get dispelled and proven wrong as they have always done in history um, and I think we move forward I think the only thing that I've really been worried about lately as a libertarian is the fact that you know both Republican and Democrat Democratic Party um, are becoming like the teams of populism meaning you know the candidates are no longer about substance they're about flair they're about personality um, less about how can you manage the executive branch how can you manage a government and more about you know do they get our attention do they say the words that I that I pay attention to and then the substance is really not there anymore um, so I do worry about that. I worry about populism coming in, taking shape in U.S. politics. Um, but, you know, I think we'll have to see where that goes. You know, I, it, I always have friends, you know, as, as libertarians or as independents or uh, people in the middle. They're always asking, you know, what, what are we going to do? Um, what should I do as a person who is just watching this? And watching this go down and you know honestly I think you know you just have to have a long-term and short-term game um, I think the long-term game is going to be the most important but the short term is obviously going to keep you going but I think the long term ultimately is you know it's a bit laissez-faire in the sense that you know there's only so much you can do and I think the real power is in the education you know things like this podcasting talking to people reading up on literature um i don't want to say the academic route but it's definitely the intellectual route like understanding the source material and sharing that and passing it forward um definitely sharing it with your friends reading it with yourself but also with the next generation with our kids you know um there's a severe lacking in this knowledge in the education system so there's only you know, it's going to be up to us as the adults to give them the information and give them that foundation for political theory, political ideas. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll take to them or maybe they'll take to their own ideas. But I think the best thing we can do is make sure the, um, the ground of political theory and political ideology is is a rich soil and the applications and then the way in which they propel that forward is totally up to them right um it's a bit like i said it's a bit laissez-faire you have to give up control at some point um but you know that's the whole thing about libertarianism right we don't we're not here to control people we're not here to tell them what to do um so we have to teach them we have to convince them we have to talk to them and um you know, hope that our arguments are convincing enough that they will understand.
or at minimum or at, or at the very least is to understand what we're saying and apply it their own way um, I think that's you know what we can really really aim for um, as as people who believe in freedom right I think for me as long as I am uh, involved in politics and reading and everything like that you know me focusing on economic liberty and personal liberty um, with a restrained government I used to say limited government but I kind of now I'm <laughs> using the words restraint because you know not that not that um, well I, I should put this in a different way um, maybe maybe the effectiveness of a government that promotes freedom is not related to the size of it per se but how it runs um, I should probably I've been doing a lot more thinking on in the sense that okay maybe it's not size per se like 10% of the GDP or 20% of the GDP or something like that right maybe it's more about the effectiveness in which it governs and how well it understands um, economic liberty and civil liberty um, and then from there the way it's developed the way it's shaped is totally up to the people that um, vote in it so but I think for me understanding economic liberty understanding personal liberty understanding how forcing other people to your ideas forcing other people to your values um, is uh, not the right way to look at things um, and understanding how to treat each other I think is ultimately going to be very important and understanding when do we need law and government involved for that and when do we need to understand ourselves like when do we need to shape up without without government so uh but i think you know this is a really hard balance for government is to understand what is excess um and you know how how much is too much um you know because we always have you know um no matter what style of government we have right now we have trump President Trump and his administration, who are a little bit of a vindictive, um, you know, we're doing this for your own good type of thing, behavior, which is very disturbing. Uh, but then we also had the same thing when we had President Obama, right? We had, you know, his administration saying, we're doing this for your favor, and we know better than you. And I think that really, really opened up the the pain points for the Democratic Party for somebody like Donald Trump to come in and take advantage of plenty of Americans who are dis dissatisfied with the rhetoric with the uh, the, the high and mighty nature that many Democrats had about um, you know regular average American blue collar people so I think understanding how to talk um, to different Americans and different Texans is very important. Um, I think it's something that you could look at somebody like Ronald Reagan, who had it very well, and somebody who like George Bush, who gave you, who talked to you in, in plain, in a plain English, right? Um, so, anyways, 
So thinking about excess is understanding to balance yourself, your priorities, your politics, your family. It's a lot, you know? And if we don't find that balance, we're totally going to get just burnt out, ran over, all that stuff, you know? So just keep that in mind as you're out there. Um, I'm going to wrap this up early. Um, I actually, speaking of balance, my uh, wife is home today, which is rare. She's usually out on Mondays. But I'm actually going to go spend some time with her because uh, she's been really busy. So tapping into that balance, you know, go out and find some good food. Don't go too crazy on it. You know, stay involved with your politics. Don't get too crazy on it. Um, you know, we're in the holidays, a lot of family stuff, a lot of uh, seasonal stuff, a lot of work. Try to find that balance. Don't burn yourself out. And uh, I will see you next time. Bye.